Hello, my friend. Welcome back to the video editing podcast with me, your host, Shiny. Uh, this week, you and I are going to talk about whether it's necessary to move to a major city or a post-production hub in order to further your career. Before we start, I'd like to let you know that this podcast is now going to be every two weeks instead of weekly. I am not only running Unsplice, but also working as a professional video editor. So from time to time, I'll have video editing projects that I need to take on. So in this episode, we're going to talk about whether it's necessary to move to a major city in order to further your career. Now, let me first start out by saying I'm not in a position to be able to make these decisions for you. These are huge life-changing decisions. I cannot be held responsible, but what I can do is just relay some of the lessons that I've learned in my journey and so that you can use those to help you come to a decision for yourself. Moving to a major city is something that plays on a lot of editors' minds because it's based on this idea that uh, once you move to a major hub, it's going to make it easier to progress your career. Now, what I will say is this. It's not going to make it easier, but it will make it different. It will make the journey different. A decision like this really shouldn't be taken lightly at all. I mean, even, for instance, it takes a good six months of moving to a new place just to settle into the place and finally feel comfortable to prioritize your work over living. All of this, of course, depends on what your situation is at the moment. Do you have any financial obligations right now? Do you have any responsibilities to anybody? Do you have to look after a family? Do you have family that are looking after you? And um, do you have any physical ties to the local community? I've noticed that there, there tends to be sort of two moments in your career where you might be considering a move to a major city. The first one is when you're just starting out and uh, you're looking for work. And the second one uh, is when you might want to take a step up in your career and move to a major city in order to achieve that. So I've split this episode chronologically. First, we're gonna talk about all the considerations when you were just starting out at the beginning of your, your journey. And then in the second half, we'll talk about all the considerations if you are later on in your editing journey. When I started my video editing journey, I moved to London when, at the age of 19 so that I could study and then I built a career from there. And being in London, I didn't grow up in London. Uh, so being in London offered me uh, easier networking opportunities, which is kind of obvious, being uh, physically present in order to make these connections uh, was a huge benefit because if there's a large pool of people all looking for the same work, 
you can use your personality to stand out, which benefited me um, because um, I just like to befriend people and get to know them. And then my name became synonymous with my personality. Quite often people would confuse my name for Smiley. If they couldn't remember my name, they'd just call me Smiley. And that happened far too often. Having that physical presence definitely gives you the, the edge of being able to connect with someone a lot better, more than just some words on an email. During that period when I was starting out, I would run physical tapes around London, around Soho. And it was, I did it over this period where I saw things shift from tape to hard drive. And um, there was really at this sort of shift in the industry from analog to digital. And um, there was, yeah, a diff with it came a different mentality about communication. You need to be, at that point, you needed to be in that area in order to be heard and to be seen and to have connections. Oh, you know this person, this person. It wasn't before the internet, but it was kind of that turning point where people would use the internet as a tool, but predominantly contact using a phone. If you wanted to speak to someone, you called them. And that was, um, that was the main way of communicating. If you wanted to apply for something, you did it in the mail. These days, a digital presence is as good as any. A portfolio, a website, um, and some emails, a back and forth, and then a video call is a completely normal way of speaking to someone and introducing yourself. And if someone calls you on the phone, I know I'm guilty of this, then you look who it is, and then you make a decision. Do I want to speak to that? If you don't know the number, you're not going to answer it. So it's, um, it's a completely different mentality then and now. If you were to move to a city, it may offer you these same things. Uh, but uh, some things to consider now is um, that there is a larger pool of people all vying for these same jobs now. So the competition is harder. And also the type of people all vying for these jobs are a lot more focused. One thing worth considering is when I was starting out, I did one to two years of running. I made coffees. I handed out biscuits. I cleaned the kitchens. I cleaned the toilets. This is really menial work, especially for something when you've been studying at university and you go in and all of a sudden you're just you're cleaning toilets now and it's it's fairly degrading you kind of struggle to feel this connection to the industry with the with the tasks that you're being asked to do and, um, and so that is something to consider if you are just starting out and you're looking to move to the city to get the connections you're going to have to start at the bottom of the of the ladder another thing to consider is when you're in the city uh, the cost of living is so much higher you're, you're working these, these minimum wage jobs and the cost of living is, is double. And of course, if you didn't move to the city or you weren't in the city, then you 
could spend that year, that one, that six months, one year, two year, however long it takes, you could spend that time with a laser focus on your career. You could spend every single day, treat it like a full-time job as you would be, you know, working your minimum wage, menial job, uh, cleaning dishes and toilets. Uh, you could use that time, work a part-time job so that you could survive and probably earn the same amount and spend eight hours a day just focusing on your career, pinpoint focus, networking, getting to know people in the industry, building a relationship with them remotely. You can pretty much launch a freelance career from anywhere at all. All you need is an internet connection. And um, clients are more open to digital communications. As I was saying earlier, it's the norm now. Working remotely is completely possible technologically now. And um, also there's a mind sh mindset shift uh, in the clients who consider remote working kind of the default now. So uh, you could take advantage of that now more than you could 15 years ago when I was starting out. And of course, you've got online marketplaces uh, like Upwork and Fiverr and these sorts of things that give you the opportunities to, um, to find work when you have no clients whatsoever. Of course, there are better ways to find your first clients. And sometimes these can be a bit of a race to the bottom, but they are there. And if you spent one year completely laser focused on one of these channels and didn't think about anything else, then you'd be incredibly surprised just how far you could get. So in conclusion, if, if I were to start my career from scratch today, day one, and I was comfortable either living with family or I had um, a financial buffer to be able to do so, then I would try and just start remotely. That's my personal opinion. But there are so many more things at play here than just your career. If you are uh, living in a town where there's nothing to do, or you know it's a toxic area and you just need to leave, for whatever reason, if your heart says do it, then who am I to say otherwise, you know? Life is about more than just your career. So I covered the kind of the beginner side on how I feel about moving to a major city if you are just starting out your career. But what about if you've got several years under your belt and uh, you feel like you're at a turning point in your career and you're considering a move to a major city? Well, first off, why would you consider this? Why is this a good idea? Well, the reasons why you might want to do this are because you just don't feel challenged currently in your current situation with all the clients that you have. You just don't feel like the work is particularly challenging. You may also feel like your goals, your career goals have shifted and that work is only available in the major hubs. Um, and of course, quite simply, you might want more money. 
Now this is a, a huge decision. This isn't something that you can just take lightly. So um, you really have to think about what is your career goal? What, what do you want to achieve? What does success look like to you? A lot of editors seem to be tempted by what I like to call the, the Hollywood effect. Hollywood has this, this pull, it's this kind of glitz and glamour that once you, once you move there, you'll have access to the best jobs and the best everything. And if you want to be known as a successful editor, then you have to move to Hollywood. But what is success? Really, that is something that you need to sit down and really figure out. Because if success to you is just earning a certain amount of money or being able to edit anywhere in the world as a digital nomad, then perhaps moving to a major hub isn't what you need because you can find those things and working in freelance anywhere in the world really if your career goal is to work with a director that is based in in hollywood then it would make sense to be near that person to be able to to network with them if you only want to work with some of the studios that are based in the major hubs then yeah it makes sense that you'd have easier access to those jobs by being close to that hub so you have to, before you make that decision, really sit down and hammer home. What is your career goal? What do you want? And what would you get from that move? The benefit of being in a major hub, of course, is easier networking, physical networking. That's a huge plus and probably the main reason why you'd be in a major hub. You've got access to higher paying jobs, of course, with that comes higher cost of living, but um, you also get access to socializing events, um, which you may not have access to if you are outside of that hub. It's a lot easier to just pop down to a local bar where there's a, an event going and meet some filmmakers the, if you live locally than if you're a flight away. If this is on your mind about mo maybe moving to a major hub, I want to give you some things to consider. You need to think, will this city genuinely make you happy? It's all good that it might be beneficial for your career, but if the city itself is going to make you major depressed, then why? Why would you put yourself through that? For what reason is your career more important than your sanity? Will the work that you find there bring you joy and make you feel fulfilled. If all you want to work on is uh, charity-based documentaries for good causes, then really, is, is there a necessity to move to a major hub? Why not make business trips every year instead? Set some time in your calendar, twice, three times, maybe four times a year. Head to that hub Spend a week there, spend two weeks there, however long you need. Connect with people, network physically, be present, show yourself there. And then you can have the same benefits of living locally, 
just in a shorter period and you can constantly make yourself seen without having the higher cost of living. Of course, if you have worked in a major hub, after several years, you can take your connections with you wherever you go and work remotely. So once you are well connected and you have these connections, you don't have to remain in that high cost of living media hub. You then have the opportunity to leave and come back to visit whenever you need to for events, etc. And of course, when you are remote, you have the, the benefits of freedom, complete freedom, freedom over your time, freedom of uh, location. And for some, myself included, that's something more valuable than money. That's what I've achieved. And so I'm living in Portugal now, but all of my clients are based in the UK. That's where I spent my years networking and that's where my hub of uh, collaborators are. You do you, enjoy it, plan well, and if you've got a financial buffer when you get there, then whatever happens, you're, gonna, you're probably going to enjoy yourself. If you regret it, you can come back. No big deal. No judgment here. If you have a burning question that you'd like to have answered on the podcast, then I can do that for you. All you have to do is head to unsplice.com forward slash ask, A-S-K, and um, you can submit your question there. And I can get you onto the podcast and we can talk about how you can become better at whatever it is that you are struggling with at the moment. It could be career related or it could be to do with video editing art itself. Unsplice.com slash ask, A-S-K. Now, before I wrap up this podcast, I just wanted to let you know that the podcast is actually going to be every two weeks now. It's going to be fortnightly because it's such a huge time commitment that along with everything else that's going on with Unsplice and editing as well, I'm not able to commit as much time to the podcast as I would have hoped. Unsplice is still in the younger stages of its life. So if you're looking for ways to support Unsplice, why not look at some of the training that's available on the website? The more of you that do this and the sooner we can progress, then the more time and energy I am able to commit to this content and to delivering you training to help you become the better editor. If you need anything at all in the future, just please reach out. I'm always here and um, I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you so much. See you soon. Bye.